you can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, here's what's on The Front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Thursday, June 22. The notorious Lawyer X and senior members of Victorian Police are likely to escape charges for misconduct. That's despite a five-year investigation that cost taxpayers more than $125 million. High-profile defence barrister Nicola Gobbo was engaged by police to inform on her gangland clients for more than a decade. Australia's big four banks have confirmed their clients of HWL Ebsworth, and that means customer data could have been compromised in a Russian cyber attack. ANZ, Westpac and the Commonwealth Bank are urgently investigating the breach after NAB data was published online. The search continues for a missing Titanic submarine with five people on board. American and Canadian Coast Guard authorities are racing against time as their tiny submersible runs out of oxygen. The Titan submersible, operated by a private tourism company, disappeared on Sunday while attempting to travel to the depths of the North Atlantic to see the wreck of the Titanic, where 1,600 people lost their lives in 1912. For the very latest, go to theaustralian.com.au and for now, come with us to the deepest, darkest ocean to find out why anyone would go there. Almost everything we've ever seen of the ocean is from the very top layer, the sunlight zone, where sea creatures shimmer and corals glow. You only have to venture down a kilometre through the twilight zone to the midnight zone, where only sperm whales can dive for short periods of time before the light vanishes completely. And what life there is exists in complete darkness. This is the abyssal zone, up to 4,000 kilometres down. The only deeper parts of the ocean are the storied trenches, the deepest of which is the Mariana. The abyssal zone, for 111 years, is where Titanic has rested, the grave of 1,600 people who drowned when the supposedly unsinkable liner struck an iceberg. That moment haunts us. Oh, my God. That's impossible. These are the opening moments of Downton Abbey, the glorious Edwardian soapy, in which Lord Grantham's male goes down with the Titanic, leaving a family of aristocratic sisters adrift. I thought it was supposed to be unsinkable. Every mountain is unclimbable until someone climbs it, so every ship is unsinkable until it sinks. And, of course, there's the most famous historic romance disaster movie of all time. James Cameron's 1997 blockbuster Titanic, which turned the director's personal historical obsession into a defining fascination for a whole new generation. God almighty. 
James Cameron has done more for Titanic exploration than anyone. So this is the real Titanic as she lies at the bottom of the ocean, shot in 35 millimeters. This is a documentary Cameron made to accompany the movie's release on DVD. I love shipwrecks. I love the, the romance and the mystery of shipwrecks. I love the, uh, the fact that every shipwreck is a human story. I mean, ships are not on the bottom of the ocean by design. They're on the bottom of the ocean because something really bad happened. And there were people on those ships. They're not, they're not on... Cameron's obsession with history's so most story. famous shipwreck is shared by a handful of entrepreneurs who've channeled their engineering expertise into crafting vessels that can withstand the ocean's most unforgiving conditions. OceanGate is an expedition company that allows the select few who can afford it to explore the Titanic in its North Atlantic resting place by way of a purpose-built submersible. That sub, the Titan, disappeared off the coast of Newfoundland on Sunday. They take explorers, scientists and tourists, not just to the Titanic, to all kinds of areas around the world for wreck gazing. Annie Barraclough is a journalist with The Australian. They've been going to the Titanic since 2019 and they've only got one submersible, the Titan, the one that's missing, that's capable of sustaining the pressure there. Remarkably, David Pogue, a journalist who's been on a Titan expedition, revealed it's manoeuvred by a PlayStation controller. He also noted that while the Titan was developed in collaboration with NASA, parts used to reinforce the sub were salvaged from construction sites. Here's a snippet of Pogue's interview with OceanGate founder Stockton Rush. And yet I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. <laughs> Come on! And now it's emerged OceanGate's marine director, David Lockridge, was sacked after he warned the Titan submersible was unsafe. He came back with a really devastating report, stating a number of concerns, including flaws in the carbon fibre that could cause large tears in the surface area of the vessel. He was concerned that it was made of flammable material. He was told the company would rely on what they called their acoustic monitoring system that they'd install, and they assured Lockridge that would detect any damage in the hull. Lockridge went back to them and said that the type of monitoring system they were putting in would only show up flaws when the component was about to fail. He said that the acoustic analysis would only show milliseconds, milliseconds before an implosion. So there was no safety at all. The wreckage of the Titanic has called to curious explorers for more than a century. In just a moment, we'll hear about the Titan crew who dared to descend into the darkest parts of the ocean to see it for themselves. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilant. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. 
Another one been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for CrimeX Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime. When the Titanic sank off the coast of Newfoundland in 1912, there were more than 2,200 people on board. More than 1,500 of them didn't survive. Some of the dead were business magnates, wealthy socialites and billionaire philanthropists, Astors and Guggenheims and Thayers. But just as many who went down with the ship were immigrants and crew like kitchen hands, cleaners, musicians, bar staff. On Ocean Gate's Titan Submersible, there are just five passengers. One is Ocean Gate's founder and CEO, Stockton Rush. He's a Princeton-educated entrepreneur who's been vocal about the fact that, while there's always some risk with expeditions like this, vessels like the Titan are not unsafe. Here he is, chatting with journalist David Pogue. It seems like this submersible has some elements of MacGyvery jerry-riggedness. I mean, you're putting construction pipes as ballast. I don't know if I'd use that description of it, um, but there's certain things that you want to be uh, buttoned down. So the pressure vessel is not MacGyvered at all because that's where we work with Boeing and NASA and the University of Washington. Everything else can fail. Your thrusters can go, your lights can go, you're still going to be safe. Also on board is British billionaire explorer Hamish Harding. He's the founder and chairman of an aircraft brokerage called Action Aviation. On Saturday, Harding posted an ominous update to Twitter. We've used a voice actor to bring you his words. Due to the worst winter in Newfoundland in 40 years, this mission is likely to be the first and only manned mission to the Titanic in 2023. A weather window has just opened up and we are going to attempt to dive tomorrow. French pilot Paul-Henry Nargelet and British-based millionaire Shazada Dawood and his son, 19-year-old Suleiman, round out the Titan's crew. They represent a new breed of self-described explorers. They resent being called tourists. In his posts about the expedition, Harding said he'd join the crew as a mission specialist. He also holds a Guinness World Record for the fastest circumnavigation of the globe via the North and South Poles. This desire to see the darkest, most treacherous parts of our planet isn't new. It bears a striking similarity to the commercialisation of Everest, where anyone with access to more than $80,000 can summit the mountain with help of local Sherpas, who receive only a fraction of that fee. In 1996, eight people were killed when they were caught in a blizzard as they descended Everest. At the time, it was the deadliest climbing season in history. It was to be the adventure of a lifetime, scaling the highest mountain in the world. From out of nowhere, a fierce blizzard swept in. And for the next 36 hours, the climbers had to fight for their lives. But the reality is that no amount of money can eliminate risk from these types of expeditions. And it's one that's playing out off the coast of Newfoundland right now. The Titan's disappearance has raised serious questions about the emergence of this kind of extreme tourism and the resources funnelled in to rescue efforts when things go wrong. Here's Anne Barraclough again. The people who go down are paying up to 250000 US, which I think is about 365000 Australian dollars, just for the thrill of 
diving down to the Titanic, diving around the Titanic and then back. It's an eight hour journey altogether. Two hours descent, two hours ascent, and four hours down on the ship itself. People who've been there have described it as an incredible experience, as you can imagine. They're seeing the Titanic as it was just after it sank. But it takes quite a lot of courage, I'd say, to get in something the size of a small truck and descend down to a depth where you can hardly see anything in front of you. Anne Barraclough is a journalist with The Australian. The search for the Titan Submersible is ongoing. Subscribers are the first to hear updates at theaustralian.com.au. My name is Manny Karoudis and I'm a former New South Wales policeman turned investigative reporter with a passion for missing persons cases. I'm here to quickly tell you about our True Crime Australia podcast, The Missing. In this series, I look at old missing persons cases which have all gone cold in an attempt to try and uncover new information which could help see these missing people reunited with their loved ones or any form of clue that could bring these families closure. The Missing is available now wherever you get your podcasts and early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts.